true. Amen. Amen. Open real quickly to Psalm 100. Um, we're not in a series right now. And so this is something new. We have been working as a congregation to reach higher levels of influence in our community. We've made some significant steps where worship is concerned to create an atmosphere where God can move. Amen? Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 100, stanza 1 through 5, a psalm of thanksgiving, it tells us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord, shout to the Lord, all you lands, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing, know that the Lord, he is God, and he has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. In a recent series, we learned how to honor the Lord. Three of the four are in one verse. Look at verse 2. Stanza 2 says, serve the Lord. You honor the Lord with your service. Serve the Lord with gladness. It says, stanza two, come before his presence. Amen. You honor the Lord with your presence by physically being here. That really, really honors the Lord. It's not just about the money. It's about your presence. It's about your worship. And it's about your service as well. It says, come before his presence with singing. That's your worship. That's you honoring the Lord with your worship. I want to talk to you about serving the Lord. September is a very important time in the body of Christ simply because people have taken off during summertime traveling with vacations and so church attendance is a little bit different. I encourage you, whether you vacation or not, always go to church somewhere. Amen. Honor the Lord with your presence. And we get that. We're here. You're there. Amen. But it's going to be very different in September. Um, we'll have our full worship team and band. We've got auditions this week on Tuesday. We've got uh, drummer and uh, bass guitar folks coming out, as well as singers. We're asking, you know, if you know how to sing, come on out and audition. And we're going to debut the full band and worship team on September the, fourth sun- uh, the first Sunday, September 4th, and really go into a new season as a church family. There will be a lot of people that come as a result of us reaching a new level. And so in preparation for that unique moment, I want to talk to you all that are here about serving. I want to make sure that we as a church congregation are properly honoring the Lord. I'm actually ministering this to challenge you through the scriptures to serve the Lord. To actually get involved in the service of God. How many of you all know that it's important to do something for God? Amen? My question is, what do you do for Him? How do you serve the Lord? You might say, well, I come to church and that's how I serve God. Well, no, that's honoring Him with your presence. You might say, I give tithes and offerings. That's how I serve God. Well, no, that's honoring him with your substance. Well, I I, I worship. 
And you can go on through the list. But there ought to be something that you do for God. And I want to show you that from the Word of God. At the end of the message today, I'm going to ask everyone who considers Faith Family Church their church family. Whether you're visiting regularly or whether you've been here for a long time, I'm going to ask everybody to get involved in serving. Amen? It's not okay not to do anything. Let me say it a different way. It's not okay to not do anything for God. Okay? And I don't want to leave you feeling okay about not doing anything. In Matthew chapter 25, how serious is this matter? I'm just going to be about 10 minutes and I'll be done. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 through 46, let me show you how serious this is. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, this is talking about the second return of Jesus. This is the future. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, all the holy angels will be with him. And then he will sit on the throne of his glory. And then all the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. He's going to set the sheep on his right hand, the goats on the left. Then the king, talking about King Jesus. (laughs) Come on, somebody. The king and the outlaw. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Why? Because when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you took me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in the prison. You came to me. Then the righteous, those on his right hand, the sheep, then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you or thirsty and we gave you something to drink? Verse 38, when did we see you, Lord, a stranger and took you in naked and clothed you? Lord, verse 39, or when did we see you sick and in prison and we came to you? Verse 40, and the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Wow. Then he will also say to those on his left hand, Depart from me, you are cursed, into everlasting fire, which is hell, prepared for the devil and his angels. Why? Because I was hungry and you didn't give me food. I was thirsty and you didn't give me drink. I was a stranger. You didn't take me in. I was naked. You didn't clothe me. I was sick and in prison. You didn't visit me. Then they also will answer the Lord saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty? Or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and didn't minister to you. Then he will answer and say it unto them. Surely I say to you, listen, inasmuch as you did not do it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it not to me. It's not okay to not do anything for God. Eternity is in the balance. These will go away into everlasting punishment and so forth. If you are born again, then you are the righteous in this group. You don't want to be found on the other side. You don't want to be amongst the goats. Notice both of them were surprised in his response. 
They didn't recognize him. And I don't want that to be so for you. The one group didn't recognize that when they were doing this for others, particularly Christians, that they were doing it for Jesus. The others, when they saw others, Christians, needing assistance in one way or another, and they didn't do anything, they didn't recognize that it was Jesus. The day is coming when Jesus will soon return. We're all going to have to stand before him over this issue of service. Not presence, not worship, not substance. Somebody say service. What is important to note is that they didn't recognize him in what they did or didn't do for other people. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 27 through 32, therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eateth and drinketh in an unworthy manner, eateth and drinketh judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Look at that last part, not discerning the Lord's body. They didn't recognize. They didn't discern it properly. And so they ended up mishandling it or not responding correct. Look look at what the result is. Verse 30. For this reason of not discerning, not recognizing Jesus, for this reason many are weak, sick, and many sleep among you. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. And when we are just, we're chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. The Bible says, for this reason, many in the church are weak, sick, and die prematurely. Earlier this year, one of our original faith family church members died, and, and she was just in her 60s. There was another faith family church member, and she was in her 50s. Not to count those that are sickly. I was just at the hospital, been at the hospital all week. Another individual in their 60s, not doing well. Now they're in a rehabilitation center. The Bible says that there's a reason why Christians don't do well in this life. We are the kings that he is king of. We've been given dominion and authority and all of that. But there's certain actions beyond That are required. We can't mention those that are weak spiritually in the body of Christ. Those that are weak financially in the body of Christ. And there's a reason because they don't recognize Jesus. They don't recognize that it's Jesus. He's talking about judgment when he uses the term that you don't want to be guilty over this. The opposite of being guilty is being innocent. And there's a day coming where he will set some on the right and some on the left. So I need you to hear me today. For example, the greeters that stand at the door. Who are they greeting when people walk in? Well, that's just Brother Percy. That's just Sister Tammy. That's just... That, 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 that's the so-and-so's boy. 
in, in, in the faith kids, who are they serving or ministering to? In, in the tag, in the youth, the camera operator. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's the Lord as far as he's concerned. Because he said, as often as you served in these varying capacities, when you waved at me and smiled, when, when I walked in, he was like, when did we wave at you, Jesus? Yeah, when you went to church at Faith Family, you, 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 were, you were standing there greeting folks when they got, you ushered them to the seat. You were, you were helping and assisting in this capacity. As often as you've done it to the least, as often as you have served your faith family, you've done it unto me. I close with Colossians chapter 3. It says, servants in verse 22 through 24. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye servants as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward, the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. You do what? You serve the Lord. He says, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord because you're serving the Lord. I want you to bow your heads with me. And I want you to just take a moment to judge yourself concerning this matter of service. Do you serve the Lord? The Bible says, let every man examine himself. Have you missed opportunities? To serve Jesus by serving in your church, where you fellowship, where you attend. I'm speaking to every person present. If, you want, if you're a regular visitor here and you want to serve, we've got a space for you. We've got a place for you. Pray this out loud. Lord, I judge myself today and I repent for not recognizing you as I should have. And I repent for not serving you as I should have. So I make the decision from my heart today to find a way to serve you faithfully in Jesus' name. Now, if you look up at me, I'm going to ask you to act on that decision. Some of our teams are as simple as just standing at the door and saying, hi, good morning, glad to see you, come on in. Hey, good to see you, God bless you. Hey, how, glad to have you. Oh, you look so sharp today, hello. I want to ask everybody, member, visitor, in between, do something for God at Faith Family Church. We've thought about it, talked about it, and what I see would be a benefit for you as well as for the church. And I'm asking you to serve two consecutive weeks. And then you can take four weeks off of serving, not in attendance. Amen. Still come to church. Amen. But I'm asking everybody that's a part of Faith Family to serve on one of our essential nine teams. Some of you serve on teams like uh, our altar team. It serves once a month for communion. Our special events teams that, and you can put up the graphic for me. Um, some of you serve on different kinds of teams. But there are nine essential teams that we need in order for the church to have service on Sunday. And I'm asking every person under the sound of my voice and online.
to consider being on one of these nine teams. I'm asking you to serve two consecutive weeks and then take off a maximum of four weeks and then come back and serve two weeks consecutively. If you want to serve more than that, if you want to do two on and two off, that's fine. If you want to do three on and one off, that's fine. But at least do two weeks. Right now, we've got some faith kids, workers that haven't seen the inside of a sanctuary. Amen. Sister Latalia's here today. Amen. She's one of our faith kids, workers. So thank you for being here. And we honor you. And we're getting you some help. You know, she shouldn't have to be in the classroom by herself. Right? So some of you, we're going to assign, you know, there's some back, background check that has to be done, and we'll take care of that. But we need help on our hospitality team. Uh, there's a certain number of folks that we need every week in order to sit properly and just greet people as they come in. Uh, the Momentum team, they're also our greeters. They wave and engage with our first-time folks. we got live production camera operators. All you have to do is come to church and move the camera back and forth. Come on, somebody. And just do it two consecutive weeks. Visitor or whatever. Been here a long time. Do something. I don't want you, as your pastor, I don't want to be amongst those that are on the right hand. And you standing before God and he's talking about you going to the left. Because you didn't do anything. You didn't recognize him. That's serious, folks. I said that's serious, folks. So on your seat, before you go, I'm going to ask you to pick up that card. Everybody pick it up. Come on. Everybody pick it up. Everybody pick it up. There's a connect card with an ink pen. I want everybody to write their name down on that name where it says first name. Come on. You can do it. There's an ink pen there. Come on. Grab that pen. Grab that pen. Everybody do it. Visitor and member alike. I want you to write down your first name, your last name. I want you to give me a valid phone number. Come on, somebody. Don't, don't give me no wrong number. I'm going to be the one to call you now. I don't see you. You need a pen? You need a card? Come on. Y'all help her now. Don't let her not fill one out now. Amen. It's not on this row. We need some ink pens. Come on. From the front. Not me. Them. Yeah. Second row. Everybody. Everybody. Fill this out. Now, uh, and give me a valid email address. Don't give me the one that you send to spam. <laughs> that you never check. I want everybody to fill it out because I'm going to call you personally. And I'm going to find out if you're interested in committing to serve. Or if you're not. I want to know that you're not interested in serving. So I know what I need to pray for. This is... This is pastoral accountability. Amen. So fill out that name, phone number. And then in a moment, I'm going to have our hospitality team and momentum team to collect them. They're going to give them physically to me, and I'm going to reach out to you. Our onboarding process takes about two weeks, depending upon how fast you respond. And again, all we're asking you to do out of these nine teams, find an area to serve and do something for God. Amen? Two weeks on, and if you want, at a maximum, four weeks off. Come back around, do it two consecutive weeks, and then be off another two or four or whatever. Amen? Did you all get anything out of the Word of God today? 
I want to ask the hospitality team to come forward if you have, and also Momentum, and uh, if you have complete, come all the way forward so they can